happy Monday, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Reasons to Live podcast with Laguitos, or you can call me Lakes. Either way, they're both great. I have something special for us today, but before we get started, I do want to say a few things. This was a rough week for me and my family. I have a few announcements. I keep getting asked if I take feedback. The answer is 100% yes. As long as it's critical feedback, I'm all for it. Like I've mentioned, there is a section at the bottom of my page on rtlreasonstolive.com to leave any comments, feedback. There's a different form you can fill out if you want to participate and be on the show as well. Anything that you feel will bring intellectuality to people through life experiences, your reasons for living, psychology, art, music, you name it. I'm open here. I'm here to bring positive energy, share it, and why not do it with y'all? Please fill those out if you are interested or have any comments that may potentially make it onto the show. That is how I can keep track. You can also easily find all the past episodes and recent episodes along with your choice of platform to listen from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor on rtlreasonstolive.com. And as soon as my album cover is complete, I will be adding my SoundCloud and Spotify with my music I have published on my podcast for you to listen to if you ever wanted to go back and jam to it. Last but not least, in regards to the website, if you would like to donate and support, you can do it there as well alongside Anchor. You can find the link on my Instagram at ms.laguito, spelled M-S-L-A-G-U-I-T-O-S. Announcement two, also a statement. The system is outrageously corrupt, and I hope most of y'all listening already know that. As y'all know, and if you don't know from previous podcast mentions, I've been in a medical situation slash workup. Unfortunately, I've been waiting for my disability insurance to be approved since November 12th, meaning my insurance, my rent money, all that shit has been put on hold and I've been falling back on savings. I'm blessed to say I even have that. I have only been able to do that because I was taught how to manage my money and have a strong financial structure growing up from nothing. We'll have a financial podcast one of these days. However, this has stopped me from being seen by my doctors, getting some of my meds. If it wasn't for my good nurse practitioner, Eric Lee, I don't know what the fuck I would do. I would be lost in the clouds. All of this to say, I've been blowing up EDD to get an update on my disability insurance, and I'm sure a lot of y'all have had issues as well to get a hold of them. And guess what the fuck I came across, which I was grateful for, but at the same time, I was bewildered. There is a link, a page you can fill out where you can pay $20, and EDD will call you back. Bruh, I did it not thinking it would work, and it did. Tell me the system ain't a scam. Like what? I have to pay to get paid for being disabled? I mean, thank God for that number, because guess what? I found out that EDD has not processed my shit, and they can't give me an answer to when they will decide to give me my medical leave. So I can't sit here and wait for the system to control my life. So I'm making the decision to go back to work. Fun fact, if I were to fail within a six month grace period, and if anybody is going through any type of disability type medical leave thing, it would fall under fail to go back to work due to disability. And I would qualify again for disability with EDD. Then again, I don't know how much I would rely on that given how long it's taken them. With that said, I will be moving my podcast to bi-weekly every other Monday depending on how my mental health, neurology situation is holding up along with interviews and side business that I'm trying to start which is a lot of work, positivity, it's all gonna be okay. I will be sharing the link for y'all if you guys are interested in that EDD $20 link because it definitely works. It's not a scam, it's called 
Claimier, I think that's how you say it, spelled C-L-A-I-M-Y-R. The link will be provided on this podcast description and in the QA section. Just wanted to make sure I gave you all a background on why I was moving my podcast. I do want to say thank you to Elizabeth Esqueda for providing that link because it saved my life on making my next move for myself. Because remember, you got to make sure that you know what it is that you need to find your rhythm. All right, last announcement, which pains me to say... Sadly, unfortunately, my grandma, my granny, my dad's mother passed away Sunday, January 2nd. I want to give her all the respect. She was a great woman that lived a young life. And to be 100% honest, the reason for some of our topics today, she has given me a reason to feel so many different ways that I have never felt before. And I know that all that positivity that I share and that I've worked so hard to gain is a perspective. And I still mean all that I said in the last podcast of this being a great year for us. We need to manifest what comes to us. What happened at the beginning or what happens at the beginning of the year should not define the purpose of an opportunity for something new. Life is not perfect. The struggles are what make us. Again, the struggles are what make us. Every day is a new day to become a better person. I do want to say she looked beautiful and at peace. She made death look very welcoming and like it's not so bad. May she rest in peace and may love, positivity, brightness, togetherness come to all her sons, daughters, all my family this year. I love all of y'all. With that said, I have a special guest with me today to help me cover these heavy topics on manifestation, choosing positivity, habitual fear, and other puns you will enjoy learning with us today. All right, I'd love to introduce today's special guest, someone of high importance to me, BA in psychology. I would love to say I was her first successful patient in hypnotherapy because of all the consistent work she put in with me this year to change my perspective and energy towards the world. I always wanted to start a podcast, and though I came up with the name Reasons to Live with My Brother, she is the reason I actually put it into live action after a great conversation on a drive back from San Diego where she witnessed the hypomanic version of me, which, trust me, can get a little crazy. Current electrocardiograph tech for work, Any conversation you have with her, I kid you not, you will come out of it 15 times more intellectual if you will allow her to instill some knowledge. She always has puns and great things to say. A soon-to-be mother to whom I think will be the next Steve Jobs, but a more earthy, serene virgin. I've known her for about 13 years. Without further ado, the first remote guest, and I had to get a little creative. After all, we're still in the pandemic. The utmost extraordinary Natalie De Leon. Thank you, Alyssa, for having me today and speaking so highly of me. I'm excited to be here and sharing this space with you on your podcast. I know we've had many conversations, and I'm just happy to be able to share it with the world today. I want to thank you, first off, for teaching me all of this positivity. I would have not been able to do it without you. However, it's been difficult to keep it these past couple of days. But now that I'm so in tune with it, I was able to identify the negative energy a lot quicker. So I'm excited to get re-energized today and I wanted to ask you a few things. I've heard you speak on manifestation, growth, mindset, and choosing positivity. How do you properly manifest something? Can you cover manifestation? And how do you do it on a daily? What does it mean? So first, let's define manifestation. I feel like it's really important to define it because a lot of people have a different perspective of what that is or how that looks like. To me, manifestation 
means having an idea that you make come to life. In a way, it's a type of hypnotherapy you do onto yourself. The way I practice this looks like visualizing the goal as if it is your target and your only target, almost like tunnel vision, where all you do is see your preferred outcome. You're not thinking about any obstacle you may encounter. When you go snowboarding, you focus on the path. You're not focused on all the trees that might get in your way. After having that main goal in your visual mind, you need to still the mind. You still the mind by being able to relax and not be tense, being grateful for every moment and thing you have in your life and not focusing on the lack. Another way of practicing how to still your mind is practicing meditation. Meditation by laying down or sitting up, even being active at the gym, for example. So meditation basically is taking deep breaths and letting your thoughts come and go. So not being bound by your thoughts is the best feeling. When you're able to have these thoughts and not attach a positive or negative emotion onto things, you're able to just be present and not live in the past or the future. Many people have heard that when you're depressed, you live in the past, and when you're anxious, you live in the future. Mm. Being present in the now is so important because you're able to connect the mind and the body. Having a sense of mental peace and calmness always helps you to be more present. So being able to still your mind and be present is key for manifestation. Mm. Another part of manifestation is being able to narrow your goal and desires. So being very specific. And lastly, declaring what you want into the universe. Again, that may look different for different people. Some people are more visual, so you may want to use your imagination or create a vision board or think about these things before you go to sleep at night. So it may help you dream about these things. Some people like to write things out, so like journaling or writing down on post-its and putting them on your mirror or somewhere that's going to be on your pathway so that you can see these things when you wake up or before you go to sleep. Or just have a self-talk within yourself or talk out loud. When I'm drained, I like to listen to things that have the same focus as I do. So like podcasts or TED Talks or mindset videos. I like to flood my senses with my goals. But sometimes it feels like negativity is what we do automatically as the unconscious process. Like I read in The Secret Language of Feelings, which is actually a book that you recommend that I read, it mentions fear is good in that it's there to let us know that we need to take care of ourselves and the people in our life. But sometimes there is no real fear and we need to identify habitual fear. Can you tell me more about what habitual fear is and what it does to your mindset? So fear... Fear can be natural and unnatural to us. I think that back when the cave people were around, fear was actually a good thing. So we have this response in our brains that's fight or flight, right? So we either fight what our fears are and work against the obstacles of our fears, or we run away from them. Mm-hmm. And so two, two ways to go about fear are you going to stand up and fight or are you going to flee? Mm-hmm. Actually, when I first got this book, there was this person that when she saw it, she was like, are you having issues with your feelings? Like, are you okay? Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you reading this book? Which was a very ignorant comment. All I've learned from this book is that emotions and feelings are something very important for us to know and really understand for us to go into that deeper side of your brain to unlock the Jedi 
part of your brain, right, that you can't do unless you literally get through the emotional part, the feelings part. Understanding that fear is actually what takes us to that next level of either protection or understanding what what is happening. Fear is technically telling us that that there is some truth behind something. And sometimes we don't want to accept that. And that's why we're fearful of it. But like you said, we have to accept, either we're going to accept it and do something about it and change for the better, or we're just going to continue to run away from it and do nothing about it. Right, exactly. We need to be able to identify like what our underlying feelings are and what our goals are and like just ask ourselves, is this reasonable to think or is this just programming that has been there because of a past experience or mm-hmm. something traumatic that has happened to us mm-hmm. or what that underlying thing is and if it's realistic or not and be able to, you know, take off those filters that we have in our in our minds, in our eyes, how we think about them. Yeah. And I have to say I think that's where insecurity comes from too, that habitual fear. For example, when people text people from other people's phones because they're insecure and they just want to go ahead and relay that that insecurity and that projection of themselves they're fearful of something right and it's just a little sad sometimes but that's why it's important that when people are able to identify what that fear is and able to work on it and do something about it instead of projecting it on others what do you think about people that when they respond negatively even if it's just in a jokingly manner do you think that's a projection of themselves do you think it's culture do you think like what do you think of that do you think it's a choice i think it is definitely a little bit of both it's nature via nurture i feel like i was an angry child and <laughs> had a lot of hate <laughs> fear and all of these things towards the world um and i think that it was a projection of how i was living and the experiences i've had and people would just like look at me and ask me why are you so mad can i get a smile and my face just said it all like i was just hateful and but it wasn't hate it was i was hurt mm. and so i think that it's something that you need to dig a little bit deeper into and just realize like why am i why am i feeling this way what happened to me mm-hmm. you know and a lot of things just usually just stem from your childhood and so being able to just you know be at peace with who you are and your upbringings and you know just look at things through love and light is the cure yeah what's the opposite of fear would it be love yes a quote that I get that's hella funny because uh, recently Damien's like he makes fun of me because I say yes like that yes <laughs> okay anyways <clears throat> so the opposite of fear is love in my perspective a quote that I like to share comes from a book that's titled The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck mm. by Mark Manson. And it goes, the desire of a more positive experience is in itself a negative experience. And per- paradoxically, the acceptance of one's negative experience is itself a positive experience. Mm. 
Yes, snap, snap. But what does that mean? Can you, like, tell me what that means? Explain it. Because when you first told me, I was like, what the fuck is that? Because the way that my brain works, I get a little confused with the black and white and the positive is negative and the negative is positive. So can you just explain that real quick for our folks out there? So it basically means that when you want more positivity in your life, you're looking at the lack. And when you've accepted that something negative has happened to you, when you accept that, it becomes a positive experience. Mm, 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 I love that. I love that so much. Yeah, it makes, it makes so much sense. And it's kind of like the yin and yang sign, right? Like you can't have one without the other. Right, right. So you you're in the dark, but in order to be in the in the light, you need to come out from the dark. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Pure poetry. I truly believe that love conquers all and I know that there's some people that have given that up, you know, but it just it takes it takes you a long way thank you thank you so much for sharing all of that information i wish you the best on your labor and your the rest of your pregnancy and the birth and your career you're a beautiful person i love you so much thank you so much for being on this podcast with me today thank you Alyssa. appreciate all of your energy all the time i feel like you're a very uplifting person and when I'm feeling down, you give me that energy and vice versa. Aww. Always be here for you. And there you have it, folks. Episode 6 of Reasons to Live Podcast, RTL, brought to you by yours truly, Laguitos. Stay positive, manifest what it is that you want, work towards it, and it will come to you. Protect your energy. Be cautious of who you give your energy to because there is such thing of giving out too much energy and not getting it reciprocated. Energy is precious. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, thank you very much for listening.